Uh, for my third genre, I am going to do some student leaders because student leaders definitely affect the school in either a positive or negative manner and help students as an overall uh, growth product. So uh, the first question I asked about uh, student leaders was how do student leaders affect the class? Here are some of the responses I got from students. In some cases, student leaders can have a positive imp impact on the rest of the class. In others, they can have a negative impact if they cannot connect other students. As I said, I feel like I make the classroom a more comfortable place for all students. And in some cases, I can understand where I do make the classroom intimidating for students that are shy because I am very extroverted and I understand some students are introverted and don't communicate how I communicate, but uh, I feel like I bring a fun and friendly attitude to the class. I mean, I think that it's important. Group leaders and everything and everyone is so different and everyone has different ways of learning and so it's important to have different dynamics. Um, but not great when the leaders are, um, when there are different levels and people are falling behind or people are feeling like they're not being challenged. And so that's probably not, but I, overall, I think it's important to have a diverse class. With this question, I thought that it was also about experience or being a leader for response number two, Cameron Kale. He is a student leader, I should say, because of what he provides to each student and helping them. I thought he had a very good response in saying that having that positive environment is very, very nice to have because you can make the class happy. Not only that, probably help uh, involve the class a little more. But sometimes with student leaders, they can be off task, as in response number one. He said that student leaders are can be a good thing, I should say, because they can make a class on task, but yet they can also make a class off task. Overall, the main product of having a leader is that they can help lead a class but also take them off task. This makes it very, very nice sometimes because it can help lead a class in a single activity to do all together. It makes learning a little more fun for everybody else if they're involved. I also really like the third response because she described uh, how sometimes student leaders are a little more forward in their knowledge so they know a little bit more than everybody else and makes them a little uh, more responsible in helping everybody else know what's going on. Maybe they do uh, other people's homework for them, trying to help them out or something like that, so it makes them reliable. I think that's just one of the hardest things because everybody cannot be reliable on a certain level because sooner or later 
you, you know, the person's not going to be there to help all the time. Overall, student leaders, I thought, were definitely a uh, hard gamble sometimes. But they can always uh, help out no matter what in each class. Here are some of the teacher responses I got about the topic. Oh, it's critical. Like, I think the climate of your class is set by, you know, and everybody has kind of these interesting class dynamics that a teacher has to learn how to navigate. But I think the student leadership that you have in the class really shapes the course. And it shapes the experience, you know. Um, So if you have kind of some kids that maybe have conflict before that and then they're in a class together, you know, if you have an effective leader, you can kind of bring those kids together and through, you know, grouping strategies or whatever it is. Um, But I I think, yeah, absolutely, student leadership really does impact, I guess, the climate and the culture of each each class. And so I think to be a good leader on an individual level means to know yourself, your strengths and your weaknesses, and also to... um, live into those values that you have and what you want and it yeah I think it's a rare thing and I think it's a beautiful thing to see someone who speaks their truth and then does that same thing with this response uh the both teachers had a little bit of a different uh, say in it first teacher he said that uh, student leaders are very critical in the classroom because they can help shape a class and also mold what the course is going to be like. Not only that, they can help keep a class on task or even off task. Then with the second response, she said that student leader is more of a personal base on how you want to react to everything. How she like she how she represents a student leader is by saying that uh, whoever can speak their own truth about a project or a uh, question, uh, they are more pronounced uh, leaders. Not only that, they help uh, shape the classroom in having a response or a different response in any given situation. One of the questions I asked was, are student leaders more introverted, extroverted, or even a little bit of both. Here are some of the responses I got from students. I would say extroverted, however you say that word, because a lot of the people that were elected in the sophomore class going into the junior class talked to a lot of people. And one of the reasons that, I mean, everyone is easy to talk to. Chaz Gillette, our student body elect president, got chosen basically because he's easier to talk to. Everyone knows him in a sense, so it was easier for him to kind of convince people that he was the person for the job. I think that leaders can be introverted, but I think that they're more effective at leading if they're extroverted and talk to people about what issues they want rather than simply waiting for them to come to them. I mean, or at least voicing to people that they can come to them with issues. I think student leaders happen to be both as they're extroverted in the sense that they want to be a part of the whole and they can fit like sort of help everyone and be assertive in that kind of 
area. But they also like to be introverted, as I see many people wanting to have alone time, as maybe they're kind of too high praised and everyone wants to be around them, that they just sort of need that quiet alone time. However, I think that with that said, they happen to have both of those attributes. Overall, the students said that student leaders are more extroverted than introverted. The main reason is because of our school environment, because most of our leaders at our own school are more extroverted than introverted. I imposed the same question to teachers. Here are the responses they gave me. I don't know if I could say one or the other because I've seen different leadership styles be effective for each person. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know if I could say one or the other, but I think both can be very effective leaders. Yeah. And I think it's tough to compare leaders necessarily sometimes because everybody kind of has a different way of going about that. But um, I, I just would underscore, I think introverts are historically not with American culture valued enough as they should be. Yeah. We teach people to get out and be exciting and do all these things, but then really at the end of the day, you need people that can listen and communicate and work well. I would say both, right? And there's the do as I say leaders and those are obviously the extroverted ones. Those are the ones that are saying the right thing and usually doing the right thing. Usually they, you know, they walk the walk as soon as, as much as they talk the talk. Um, but there are, there's those silent leaders that are introverted that continue day in and day out to do the right thing. Um, and people, people see that, right? I mean, we hear things and we see things. So people see those, those introverts and their leadership styles of do the right thing, right? And then people hear the leadership styles of say the right thing and do the right thing. So I think both are equally valuable. With this question, both teachers said that leaders can be extroverted and introverted. I personally liked the first response uh, when he said that um, with uh, American culture has more of the extroverted leaders, so that's what we usually think of as um, student leaders or just leaders in general when they're more extroverted. But leaders can also be introverted just by doing the right thing and saying something when it's needed to be said. I thought that was very important uh, with response to he said that, uh, said that exact same thing in how uh, in, in introverted leaders are more to themselves and do the right thing and show the right uh, steps uh, in a classroom so that that's needed to be followed. Not only that, they will do uh, what's right and also say something when something is need to be said. So the last question I asked for student leaders was, how do student leaders show their leaders in the classroom? Here are some of the responses I got from students. Making their opinions heard and also being like a, a voice for other students and sharing, being that bridge between teacher and students. I think that's really important. Student leaders usually emerge as leaders because they have to fill an important role in a student's life as they will have to defy their odds in a group project and become that emerging person who organizes and determines the future of the project or the team or what happens. So 
I believe that they show their leaders because they happen to have that determination in them to want more, to become more, and to help people. I understand some some parts of the question because, for example, the president could be horrible at speaking in general, and he's considered the leader of the student council for that grade level. For other people, let's just say the secretary could be the better speaker, and they present themselves better and can do a lot of other things. They should be considered the leader because they're the ones putting in more effort. With this uh, question, uh, students uh, gave me more of a, I want to say, equal response with the last two. With the first one, she said that student leaders are that, is that person that can build a bridge between students and teachers with learning. Then with the other two, they said that uh, student leaders are that person that can make change in a group or make change in the classroom. Uh, so here are some of the teacher responses I got. I think it's modeling behavior. You know, I've learned in my time as a leader, I'm not going to change you. I'm not. You know, and, and I'm not going to try. Um, you know, I think a lot of leaders can be very implicit or manipulative at times and say, oh, I'm going to go this way or going to try this way. Rather, being open to the process of shared growth and shared opportunity, um, being receptive and learning from others, and I think being vulnerable to acknowledge your mistakes and to accept feedback. And not just in a pithy way, but to really embody that feedback, to really internalize it so that you go through a learning experience, a meaning-making, a relevancy-building experience. And, you know, it's this pursuit of continual growth. I, I want to be better so that I can be of better service, you know. And as long as your aspiration is directed to others, then there's a fulfillment there. And there's a fulfillment there that exceeds one's immediate gratification in terms of, on a neurological level, dopamine and adrenaline, what do I get out of this, yeah. versus how do I create wellness in others? And it, reciprocally, what that does is it allows for the development of oxytocin and serotonin, which are these bonding chemicals mm -hmm. that allow you to relate and connect with others. When you do that, there's a greater level of fulfillment, satisfaction, and wellness in you than if it's, look at me and look how great I am. Um, engaging with the, the learning process, I would say. Um, not saying, man, you know, I hate being here. This is school. This sucks. Instead of saying, you know what, if I'm going to have to be here, then I'm going to get something out of this. Right. And I think that's a trait of a student leader, too, is, is you know, OK, so it's not my first choice to be here, um, but I'm going to absolutely benefit from this. Right. Like, I'm not just going to sit there and complain and take nothing. I'm going to say, OK, I'm here. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to get something from this. With the teacher's responses, they were pretty closely linked. With the first one, he said that um, being open to learning and also being open to taking information and anything you've done wrong and be able to like comprehend that and then uh, make something better out of it rather than just letting it it, just shrugging it off. Uh, I thought this was a very, very good response on how deep he went into it, on how mentally 
we want the dopamine or the adrenaline flow uh, whenever we want to, whenever we like, you know, get something very like uh, achievement wise. But he likes that uh, long term uh, growth with everybody, such a with uh, serotonin and all these other chemicals in the brain. I thought that was so like such a good um, description of how uh, student leaders show they are leaders. With the second response, he said that leaders are students that will do something even if they don't want to do it because they're already there and you know they don't they might not care as much but they're still there to do something. I thought that was like a very very good uh, explanation of a leader. From philosopher Aristotle, he who cannot be a good follower cannot be a good leader. For my last genre, it's putting all the information together from all the three different genres. With my first question on students, it was talking about effort on how imagination and creativity, does it go hand in hand or does it matter more than uh, the other? The response to his question uh, was more 50-50. They overall uh, thought that they should go hand in hand. With my second question, it was about teaching. What is the best way for a student to learn I got many responses in this section. Students gave me a list of different ideas, like asking students during the quarter or semester how, course, how the course is going, or letting the teacher get to know you as a student and uh, let the teacher adapt to the student as the year goes on. Lastly, there was a question of, do students work better in groups or as an individual? The overall response uh, was both is needing uh, to work hand-in-hand uh, hand with um, having individual students and uh, group students get both um, equally equal experiences from each. Each question comes together by adding effort and imagination, group work, and learning. With putting these together, the most important part is having each student unlock a door that is able to keep information locked in. Also keeping the student engaged in the section during the unit. The best way uh, for this is having effort and imagination to make the fun course, uh, to make the course fun, having the teacher learn more about the student, engage with them in uh, many uh, individual activities and group activities to keep them interested in the project or the assignment. Lastly, make them work in groups or by themselves to get a better, better experience overall in the course. Next came teachers. With teachers, I asked different questions on what is the best way for them to teach, how many students do they teach on average, how does a prep period help them prepare for the next class. With teaching, they all had their different styles, but the biggest thing was each of them liked to give the student many different options to complete the task at hand. With the second question, I thought that having a certain amount of students might affect how they teach the class and how they get through the course. Next, I had prep periods. 
Each teacher liked their prep because it gave them a chance to regroup, catch up on meetings, and give them a chance to do something on their personal time. Each of these go hand in hand because it gives a perspective on how hard teachers work and how much time and effort they put in their jobs. Not only that, it also gives a uh, way to see what the teacher is uh, doing uh, for their overall um, work in the field. Uh, lastly, with my third genre, it was about student leaders. The first question I asked was, how do student leaders affect the class? This question gave a positive vibe to student leaders because they can guide a class like a teacher, yet the downside of this is that student leaders can also lead the class into a disruptive state. The second question was, are students more introverted, student leaders more introverted or extroverted? I got an even amount uh, for this question. The reason is because there are some introverted leaders that are, that are not very spoken about Examples are students that don't talk a lot, but do the right thing when needed and have the strong thing to say uh, in a conversation when they uh, don't share a lot or speak a lot. The last question is about how student leaders show they're the same. uh, Show they're leaders, sorry. Some examples of this are the ones that help other people when there's distress even if the person does not ask uh, for assistance. Also, students that do the right thing when not even asked. Lastly, they have the most to say with confidence and are ready to make a change. Overall, I thought this came together as a way to show student leaders can be anyone. The reason I think they can be anyone is because student leaders have different traits. With all of them, Together, they can help highlight student leaders that don't think they are leaders. Lastly, how I think the whole genre project comes together is by making students more aware of things they can do to help other students and teachers with their busy life. Not only that, but they can help students that are not fully engaged be more engaged with the class. Also, to have more fun around uh, with other students um, in class or in the hallway. With the production of this podcast, I overall hope that whoever is listening to this, please make a change in yourself or your classroom. Thank you. With the first genre, it was interesting to do because the questions were not very specific. I liked how each student's answer uh, either on their own terms or gave more of a group response. With the teachers, they use their experiences rather than what the students think. This change was very interesting because I could see the difference in generation, uh, generations, how they react to each question. The second genre was more about teachers. This gave me an insight to what teachers think of the school system and how it helps them teach. Not only that, I liked how each teacher responds uh, to the question because they gave me an answer an explanation to the question. The third genre was about student leaders. With this question, I asked students, how would you describe a student leader? 
I thought this question had the most mixed out of the three. I put in, uh, I put in, because each student has a different picture of a leader. Also, I thought some introverts, I thought of some introverts that might be leaders when I was doing this genre. Lastly, there was putting it all together. With this area, there was a lot of thinking I had to do. Putting it all together was hard because I had to go and listen to each overall response to each of the questions I asked. Because everyone's response was so different, I had to try and comprehend it into a simple phrase. Doing this part overall changed my learning in being a student leader and an overall student at the school.